I have a million thoughts racing through my mind right now. I just got done talking with Brian Davis about his approach to transforming lives through his pillars of fitness, health, and spiritual. We take a deep dive into spiritual, and it's safe to say I I am one of his students now. It's something I have a lot of interest in and plan on incorporating it into Alpha Omnia. I got a lot out of it, and I'm sure you will too. Follow him on Instagram at I underscore am underscore Brian Davis. There you can find his YouTube page, which has awesome videos on fitness, mindset, and spirituality. Everyone should check out his page. You will be better for it. He also wants to offer you his free foundational gift. Just visit one.btdavis.com forward slash free gifts. That's the number one, like numerical one, dot bt, you know, Brian Tyler Davis, D like Dan, dot com forward slash free gifts go follow him now seriously go go give him a follow and let jams the flavor child song play through the intro while you hit that follow button much love my body and soul under your heart my body and soul heart my body and soul under your heart my body and soul now let's go let's go ride with it ride with it let's go let's go ride with it ride with it let's go Get chicken vibe with it, let's go, let's go, now let's go, let's go. Someone bless me, I got the holy water. Feel it through your body, yo, my doula, I've been got it. Never fear the bounce, I got it from my mama. You're doing a lot of interesting things, and I love your three pillars of fitness, health, and spiritual, but let's start out with fitness. How do you go about it when dealing with people and clients? What's your game plan when helping people out? So in terms of fitness goes, it's it's been a very interesting journey because um, I've evolved in my fitness, in my own fitness journey. So when it comes to helping people, one thing I find it's very important that I didn't pay attention to years ago, which is their language, their language when it comes to fitness and in regards to as far as how they speak about themselves when it comes to their own fitness journey. Um, and so and like, for example, if I'm a trainer and I'm speaking with a client and a, and a client says to me, Hey, I am going to struggle with doing so-and-so movement, you know, outside of this one-on-one connection, you know, they're setting themselves up for failure. So as a, as a trainer or coach, it's my job to help them shift that language and to make sure that they know that they're going to prosper in their fitness journey on their own time. And whenever I'm thinking about these things, whenever something's difficult and I think I can't do it, I always think someone else has done it. Why can't I do it? You know, like mm-hmm. if it's been done, mm-hmm. why can't you do it? If someone else, you know, I know you're doing these crazy ass handstands all the time, uh, which, <laughs> which I got to try to do. Uh, but, you yeah. know, you see people doing it. You're like, oh, I can't do that. It's going to take some work and it's going to take some time and effort and you're going to fail and fail. But you got to start. You got to do it. And then you're going to accomplish your goals. But everyone starts from the very beginning. Exactly. What else? What other types of challenges do you see in people? Um, so in the fitness space, some other challenges I see is, you know, like they really, as far as like, they're confused about how much they should train. Are they overtraining, undertraining? And number one, like that worry in itself creates acid in the body. It creates self-doubt. It creates unsureness. It creates all these different factors that, um, you know, that prevent them from having a consistent journey like a consistent journey. So many people go through these ebb and flows as far as when it comes to their fitness uh, uh, path. Like, you know, so really, they're really excited. They train for three months, six months, they, they lose the 15 pounds, and then something happens and boom, they're in a rut, gain 30 pounds. And it's this continuous cycle. Um, and it's, 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 I, and for me, Tom, it's, I think it's too much planning. It's, it's, it's too much planning. Um, so I've shifted now to where even like the, the people I train and, and myself, it's more of a have fun, like, like movement fitness is all about fun too. Like, don't forget about that aspect of it. Like, that's one thing I, I, I teach in my free training that I give out. It's the fourth pillar is all about play. Like, have, like whenever you're, whenever you're moving, remember that, that, that it, it, it is meant to be fun and enjoyable. And whenever you have fun, you release these these hormones in your body, the, you know the the, uh, the dopamine and all that awesomeness to where you you enjoy it, and therefore the results that you want actually come faster. 
Yes, I couldn't agree with you more. I think action is so important. Well, there's a uh, planning means nothing if there's no action. And sometimes you just got to get mm-hmm. started and you learn along the way, no matter what it is, whether it's fitness, a business, uh, you know, if mm-hmm. you're trying to be an artist, a musician, if you don't start, you know, writing music and singing and producing and getting it out to the masses, you're never going to make it. And mm-hmm. you're, you're completely right. It's never going to be perfect to your plan. You just got to adjust it and it's got to be better in a week yep. than it is when you first started in two weeks. It's got to be better in a month. It's got to be better. And mm-hmm. I agree too. If you're not having fun with it, you're going to give up, you're going to fail and you got to make it as enjoyable as possible for yourself. You got to set yourself up for success, which I always, exactly. always tell people. And I love how you incorporate play as your fourth pillar because yeah. I mean, everyone likes to do stuff that they find. It's easier to do stuff that's fun, you know, and when you're enjoying mm-hmm. the process, because I mean, it's not easy. You know, you deal with clients, you see it takes four, eight, 12 weeks sometimes to kind of even get the ball rolling, really, you know, you got to enjoy it. I love that. What else? What else do you love about, you know, fitness? Um, maybe for your personal side, not just deal with dealing with clients. What do you get out of it? You know, so for me, Tom, uh, like I said, I have I have evolved um, when it comes in my fitness. So I, 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 let me give you a little backstory here. So the reason why I got into fitness to be 100% transparent, I was 18 years old and I was tired of being a skinny, scrawny kid, not getting the girls, no attention, really shy. And I was like, you know what? I need to put some muscle on. Let's get big, you know. So, uh, you know, I started as like the macho guy in the gym, bench press, all this, you know, you know, stuff. And I kind of evolved over that. But over the years, you know, CrossFit, Olympic weightlifting, Zumba, like I've done pretty much almost a lot of things in fitness. And now I'm at this phase where now fitness for me is a connection. Um, I use movement to connect my mind and my body and my soul. So it's a uh, it's a playful time for me. It's also a um, a meditative form of of um, of exercise for me, and also it's a community building um, tool for me. Because if you see me in the gym, Tom, I'm literally I'm, I'm always the out not I would say outcast because I, I do kind of crazy stuff in the uh, gym, but it draws people in. People are curious and they come and they talk and they speak and I help and build. And um, I've been in this city for, I'm in Monterey, California now for six months and I've built a nice little small community within the gym of people who are now moving like me, but of course expressing their own, um, you know, in their, in their own way. So that's what fitness is for me, man. It's like a moving meditation. That's the best way to do it. It's kind of like your character comes out a little bit in it too. You know, whatever feels most comfortable for you. And when you first started doing these different movements, were you a little nervous to try something new? Were you afraid of what people were going to think of you? So at, at this point where I was, so this is after me being in the game for nine plus years. uh, I I wouldn't say I I was worried about what other people were going to think about me, but as far as I am, I, am I capable of doing certain moves? Um, there was a fear aspect and, you know, maybe, you know, you know, doing, you know, going from a handstand to a planche or, you know, doing a, a ring flip, uh, uh, you know, front flip. Um, it, it's so, it, I don't like, I'm at the stage now, Tom, where um, I, I, I'm not really focused on what other people are thinking about me whenever I move now, but I would say years ago, yes. It was um, it was it was a certain fear aspect of it, but I've 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 overcome that. Yeah. So now it's just and that's so like now it's just certain moves. It's like, ah, am I able to do that? I'm kind of scared, so I may I may kind of uh, I may kind of not try it yet, and then I'll you know then I just take some time and then I'll work on it and or work on a little fine muscles and overcome that fear and then hop right into it. Yeah. And that's the best way to do it. That's what um I stress to a lot of people too, especially when they're starting out. Cause so many people are afraid of what others will think of them in the gym. You know, mm-hmm. you're not doing this exercise right, or you're not attacking these movements the right way. And I just, I just tell them, go and do it. Just do it. You're going to learn. Uh, you know, I'm here to help you along the way. And I kind of, um, I don't know how your gym is. My gym, unfortunately, isn't like this. I wish gyms were a little bit mm-hmm. more, um, more of a community where if someone is doing something wrong, I wish that you know, people would help each other, you know, out. Like if I see you doing, you know, curls the wrong way, 
Uh, and mm-hmm. I like I mentioned this in a couple podcasts ago. Like I need to start going up to people, especially the newcomers in the gym who are there. You know, the skinny dudes. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you were one day. You probably didn't know what you were doing. Um, did someone nope. help you along the way, or did you just figure it out on your own? Uh, you know what? I have. I was very lucky enough and fortunate enough to actually get help. But here's the but here's the key thing, Tom, about that is that I was open enough. Yes. That's like that was one of the things. Like I was open to help. Some you know some people aren't open yet they're still closed off their their heart is still closed you know and um and 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 you coming to help them take they they may take that as a form of judgment or attack and that has nothing to do with you it 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 all has to do with with them yeah it's an internal struggle that they're having that they need to figure out Yes, yes, it's an internal struggle. So, of course, there are certain approaches that you can take to where it's uh, it's not much. It doesn't feel like an attack or a judgment, things like that. Uh, I practice that a lot in in every gym I go to. What kind of advice would you give? Because I'm trying to, I'm gonna start doing this. Uh, I'm, you mm-hmm. know, when I approach people, I think I have a pretty good approach. You know, I'm kind. I'm I'm all very open. I almost even make myself vulnerable. To these people so yep. that they understand that yep. like i don't want to be an intimidating presence to them so that's kind of my approach and it's worked for the most part what what works for you yeah. so uh so so let's say i see someone doing a deadlift wrong uh-huh. right i'm just sitting there watching them right so I'll, I'll i'll make my way over there you know just casual and then i'll be like hey do you mind if i jump in with you like you know do you mind if i come and work out with you yeah you know, so i'm so i'm so i'm automatically putting them up they're like, oh, this guy wants to come work out with me. Okay, cool. So, you know, then we're doing the movement. And then I'd be like, hey, have you ever, have, have, have you ever tried it like this? And he'd be like, hmm, no. Okay. And then boom. So that's my approach. Usually, I, I usually just go and be like, can I, you know, can I work out with you? I don't want to go into, I, I don't want to go over there and say, hey, you're doing this wrong. Yeah, that's never going to work. <laughs> like, you know, you know, like, you know, do this. No, they'll be like, get the hell out of here. Like, you don't know what you're talking exactly. about. Yeah. You kind of kind of you kind of exactly. have to show them without them knowing that you're showing them yep. and then jump in. Yep. That's a that's an awesome approach. Because there are like I said, there are some people in the gym that I see some younger dudes who are skinny, who are trying to get bigger. Um, that I want to mm-hmm. approach and I want to be like, hey, guys, like, let me help you out here. Unfortunately, a lot yeah. of these people quit very early on because they don't know what they're doing. They don't have the proper guidance. And honestly, I've already seen yeah. some of these. I don't see some of these people in the gym anymore. After a week, they're done, yep. which is unfortunate, you know, because I know I've gotten so much from fitness and that's led mm-hmm. to me eating better and just an overall improved lifestyle and just a happier version of myself. And um, yeah. I hope that that rubs off on other people, you know, yeah. at least a little bit. So I've gotten so much of it. But Let's um, move on to health. Like, what are your thoughts about health? When you think of health, do you, is it more food based or like, yeah, what, what, what comes to mind when you, when you, when you hear the word health, when you think of the word health? So man, I love it. Yeah. um, And I love the evolution process of life because if you asked me this question years ago, I would have gave a totally different answer. Um, So like health right now for me is, um, is a combination between, you know, the way you think about food and then food itself. I'm so right? happy you so, said that, yeah. <laughs> right? So let me, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to go too, 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 too crazy off into it, but. No, please do. Um, please do. Okay. Okay. So of course, so, so like number one, of course, you, you, you would like to consider to eat, of course, whole foods, real foods, right? That's like a given. Eat, you know, whole foods, uh, you know, plants. Um, you know, uh, uh, you want to eat, uh, you know, stuff that grows up off the ground, the, the fruits, the legumes and all that and, and all that awesomeness. And of course, meat, uh, if you want to, if you, if you, if you want to eat meat, high quality meat, but at the same time, the same time, the way you think about food. So if you go and you, and, and let's say you're on a diet, I don't really like to use that term, but let's say people are on a diet. Um, and they're, they're, they're eating really good for two weeks, three weeks, or even a month. And then they go off and then they have this, they just go all out donuts. They go have all this candy, the sugar, and the way you feel when you think about that food and you're going to be like, Oh crap, I just, I just ate this donut, this, this candy, and I just messed up my diet. And now my life is over, you know, or, 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 or like, or like my whole diet is just like messed up and, 
that is going to have a different chemical reaction in your body versus you're like, you know what, man, like this donut is really good. Like I deserve this. Like this is, you know, this is, this is giving me the energy I need to fulfill a certain task. Yes. It's a, it's almost as a treat. It gives you a totally, yes, it gives you a totally different chemical feeling in the body. The way you think about the food. Yeah, because some people will eat a bunch of crap and then they feel miserable. They're like, oh, I feel like a pig. I just ate all this crap. Like, I'm fat, whatever. It's like, no, you know, if you are eating well most of the time and then you are and you do eat foods like this every now and then, you know, pizza or candy or donuts, it's, it's okay to do that and you don't have to feel bad it's about okay. it. okay. Yeah. It's, it's uh, okay. Yeah. It's not going to kill you. And it's all moderation, obviously. <laughs> And you know what, Tom, one of the things that whenever people come and they work with me, one of the first things that we work with is be gentle with yourself. And that's, um, that's another pillar that I have. It, it kind of goes in with the play pillar is be gentle with yourself. Don't beat yourself up so much because if you beat yourself up continuously, you are giving yourself permission to be in this continuous cycle of self-doubt, continuous and it's, and it's been going on for years and years and years and years because you constantly tear yourself down for something, you, for something that you did. And I like to tell them, for, look, forgive yourself. You have no idea. Like, you, you didn't know any better. It's okay. Like, yeah. You have to live through the experience to know. Learn from the experience. <laughs> yes. That's it. And you're, exactly. Yeah, it's all about personal growth. And you do need to be gentle with yourself because – it's a long process. And like you said, you've evolved and your mindset and your thinking has evolved over the years. It wasn't an overnight thing. You don't have these thoughts, these feelings. You didn't just randomly wake up with them this morning. You know, you've been, this is a years and years of progress. And, you know, I love that we are having this discussion because you are a prime example of, you know, I think what so many people hope to become and inspire to be, and you've done it, you've Mm -hmm. gone through the journey and then your mindset is, it's perfect. It's, Listen, this is how I'm going to approach life. And it sounds like you get the most out of life, the joys of life, whether even the smallest joys of life. Oh, yes. Yes. That's one thing that I'd be sure to. I I, I learn from every experience. Like I, 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 I had a conversation with my mentor the other day and I, I, I told him how grateful I am to have shifted from, OK, I'm 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 going to reflect on my life uh, one quarter or once a quarter, you know, so that's once every three months, I'm yeah. going to reflect on my life. Like, okay, uh, okay, Brian, you did this, you did that, you did this. To shifting to, okay, I'm going to reflect on my life once a week, every Sunday, and read my journal, and, you know, go over, you know, you know what I did that week, to reflecting now, like, in now, like, in the moment. Like, okay, Brian, what is this moment trying to teach me about me, you know? And whether I'm in the gym and I feel this sense of enviness when I see someone doing a, a muscle up that I'm not able to uh, do yet. Okay, Brian, what is, what is this, what is this feeling trying to teach me? Okay. I have some, I have some envy, jealousy feelings that need to work within me. So therefore I can come and be a more open being. Yes. An open being. And if you want to get that muscle up, the plan to get that muscle up, you know, exactly. And that's so important. Exactly. Yeah. I love and, you that. know, overcoming that fear, you know, and like, you know, and over and overcoming that fear of not of 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 going up to that person and be like, hey, can you show me how you did that? Yeah. Or <laughs> you know, what like, are the steps that you took to get to this point? Exactly. Yeah. And that's all it takes. That's all it takes is that little courage to go up there and be like, you know, how, you know, how did you come to be able to do that? And I promise you that person is going to be glad to tell you. Yes. Most people are very good people and they want to help. Uh, and it's unfortunate that that's how it kind of works in us. I mean, I don't know how else it would happen, but you have to go and approach the person and ask them for help. And for the most part, most people are very willing and happy to help. Like when I, you know, mm-hmm. shot you a message, I'm like, hey, man, you want to come on the show? Let's talk a little bit. I think our visions align very closely. Like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Like, it'll be fun, you know? And I'm like, damn, let's do it. Like, it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> and most people are really like that. And um, obviously, you got some people who are just like dicks and dumbasses. They think they're better than everyone. But for the most yeah. part, you need to avoid those people. And most people are good people, especially the people you see in the gym because everyone started at the bottom. No one was born that big, yep. that strong. Everyone, no nope. one was nope. born doing muscle ups. <laughs> that's a, nope. that's a difficult, um, you know, <laughs> exercise to do. 
now this I'm very interested in the whole spiritual um aspect that you have going on. This is something I'm mm-hmm. trying to incorporate into Alpha Omnia as well. So mm-hmm. how did you how did you fall upon like this spiritual aspect, the spiritual pillar? Okay, so for me it began when I was 23, 23 years old. And it started as far as like a personal development journey. So, you know, the, 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 it started off as, you know, positive thinking and, you know, let's think positive, let's not think negative. And, you know, so that's how it began for me. So it started as a personal development journey. And, I, you know, I feel that that's how it starts for a lot of people. You know, they, they want to, you know, personally develop personal growth and, over the years, I would, you know, I was working on that on that journey, and I saw some pretty good progress. You know, reading, reading certain books, listening to certain people, Eric Thomas, Tony Robbins, and um, you know, all this, you know, all this positive, all this positivity, and go, go, go. And then um, something happened to where I, I came across this book by Eckhart Tolle called uh, "The Power of Now" at my father's house, and I picked it up. And I started to read it. And right then, Tom, I put the book down. I said to myself, I'm not ready for this yet. <laughs> Dude, that's... I said, I'm not... Yeah, you're not, not ready. ready for this yet. Yeah, keep going, keep going. I'm, I'm super, you know, <laughs> and, in this um, story right now. <laughs> and um, it was really interesting because years later, my mentor now that I'm, that I'm, uh, that I'm working with, he was like, Brian, what you... What, like, what you what you did in that moment right there, putting that book down actually set you up for where you are now. Because me actually putting that book down and telling myself I'm not ready yet, I sent a message out saying that one day I will be. Yes. Okay. Have you picked so up the book one since? Day, oh yeah. <laughs> and I and now I and, and now it's like reading, you know, like you know, something very simple. I totally understand it. I I can, you know, I can, I can, I can, I can fully mesh with the book now. But so ever, so ever since then, Tom, there's like, there's been certain events in my life that, that has been pulling me towards um, a more deep inner journey, a more deep inner journey. And to be honest, um, like my life unfolded in front of me and it put the right people, the right information into my life to allow that inner journey to happen. It, it really wasn't forced, Tom. Um, I really happened, wish I could yeah. give you a, yeah, like I really wish I can give you like a cookie cutter answer, but I can't. Like, it's, it's like, um, I, I, I end up meeting my mentor, Lynn, um, and, uh, and we, and we happen to stumble upon each other on Facebook and, he's into mysticism and he's into all this, all this deep, 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 deep stuff. Okay. And, uh, I start, I start working with him and to be honest, Tim, here's like pretty much what he does. I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you very simple. What he does is he puts a mirror in front of me. Every time we talk, every, every event in my life, he puts a mirror in front of me. What that means is, I can be talk. I can be talking to him about a workout, uh, about my uh, uh, about my boss. I can be talking to him about my friend. I can be talking to him about whoever. But ultimately, he's like Brian. You are the creator of your own world. He was like you. It 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 doesn't matter about anything that's going on outside of you. He was like, if you change inside, everything outside will change. And to be honest, Tom, I didn't be- like I didn't believe it. I, I didn't like I I didn't believe it. I'm going to be really honest. I didn't believe it, but my openness, me, me being the open person that I am, I didn't meet him with resistance. I didn't say, no, 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 that's not true. I just said, okay. So I implemented what he told me and I'm going to give you one and I'm going to give you two scenarios. I'm going to give you two scenarios. The first scenario, and this is a very personal one for the first scenario was it happened to be with me and my father. And I always felt that whenever I was speaking with my father in person, that I would always try to like, like I needed to like prove myself that I'm, you know, that, that I'm this older son and I, you know, I have the answers and, 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 and it just felt like 
I always put myself inferior to him, always, okay? And I brought that to Lynn, and he just listened. He just listened. He said, he said, he said, Brian, he was like, I want you, I want you to not worry about your father, okay? Because right now, what you're looking for is acceptance from him. That's what you're looking for. He was like, but first you have to accept yourself, accept who you are, embrace who you are. And so I did some work. I did some internal work within myself, accepted who I am. I didn't say anything to my father, anything. Two weeks, two weeks go by, I drive out to LA and I'm over here having these conversations with my father. And like, like, it was like a huge, like a huge shift in our conversations. Like he's coming to me for all these different advices. And he's like, he's like, he's like looking up at me. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like, you know, and it, 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 and it blew my mind. It blew my mind to, to, to understand that I didn't say a word to him, nothing. I did all, all the work within me and out and everything outside of me changed in regards to my father. Okay. That's one, that's one story. The second story is I'm now I'm going to give you a fitness story. I love I'm it. Give you a yeah. That's an awesome right? story, by so the way. Then, Thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, of course, I think of course. a lot of people are going to get a lot out of it. And uh, I just, before you mm-hmm. move on, I just, I love how you have this open mind. And I think it's so important for everyone to have this open mind. Um, you know, even though you might meet something with a little, you're not sure of it, you know, you're reluctant to start it. Just be mm-hmm. open and try it because it might work. And if yeah. it doesn't work, so what? It didn't yeah. work. But be yeah. open to trying yeah. everything because you have no idea what can come from it, and you have nothing. You have nothing to lose. So I, I love like, that. You have nothing. Exactly. Exactly. So now this story I'm going to tell you has to do with I'm going to put this in quotations. Okay, goal setting. Right now, lately I've I've shifted my thinking as far as like I don't really call them goals anymore. I call them intentions. Okay, I call them intentions. So. Um, me and Lynn have, have been working with the universe, God, the, the divine, whatever name you want to put on it. And uh, I set this intention to get a, a crane pose. So for those of you out there who don't know what a crane pose is, it's, it's where you're, it's like a, it's a yoga posture where your arms are completely straight and your knees are on your triceps or in your armpits and your legs are in the air. So you're just hanging on your, on your hands and your arms are straight. It's a very difficult, difficult move. Okay. So I set this intention and I'm going to, I'm, I'm about to give your listeners the secret sauce to achieving anything they want. Okay. The secret sauce. So the way I set this intention or the way you set any intention is number one is you close your eyes and then you want to literally feel you want to feel yourself achieving whatever you want to achieve. So for me, it was a crane pose. So I close my eyes. I imagine and envision myself achieving this crane pose. I, I, I imagine what it'll feel like, feeling like a boss down there, legs up in the air, um, and, I'm, and I'm feeling really strong. And I back it up with intense emotion. Like I can just feel it like in my whole body. And then here's the secret is you send it. Like you're sending an email. Whenever you send an email, what do you do? You forget about it. Completely forget about it. It's like they talk about the wishing well. You go up to the wishing well. That's why they're so popular. You close your eyes. You, you think about your wish. Really feel it. And you flip your coin. And then, boom, you go on about your vacation. You just live your life. And then those wishes happen to come true. People don't know why. <laughs> it's so, and it's such a famous thing. So here's what happens is I set that intention, completely forgot about it. Let's fast forward three months. Keep in mind, within those three months, I did not make a workout plan for this, for this pose. I did not practice this pose. I did, not, I did not watch YouTube videos on this pose, okay? Three months later, I'm in a handstand, and, I, and I'm about to fall. I'm about to fall on the ground, but somehow I find the strength my arms are straight, and my knees happen to come to my triceps. And then two, three seconds later, I'm like, holy shit, I'm in a crane pose. And, like, I got these chills. And it wasn't until a day later I sat there and I reflected. I'm like, okay, 
like I set this intention a long time ago and I started to backtrack on what happened into my life to allow me to build this strength. Now listen to this. After I set that in- intention, maybe two weeks later on my Instagram, I find this girl named Erica Calisthenics. She's a hand balancer. I'm like, man, I want to, I want to meet this girl. So I happen to be in LA and she goes to Ghost Gym in Venice. I happen to have a Ghost Gym membership. I go to Ghost Gym. I see her at there. I'm like, well, yes, she's here. I go, she's, she, and I go and talk, I, I, I go and talk to her. She's about to leave. I'm like, oh crap, you know? And so I didn't even have a chance to introduce myself or anything. Like I was just talking to her by handstands for maybe like three minutes. And I look up, she's gone. Missed my chance. Drive back up to Monterey. Three weeks later, she has this post. Hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm opening up some one-on-one sessions. Whenever you're down in LA, <laughs> I see it, I, and I just happen to see that post. Here's my chance. Messenger, book a session. Two weeks later, go down to LA. I have my session. We become friends. Awesome session. Keep in mind. She, she, she's not teaching me anything about crane poses. She's teaching me hand balancing techniques. Okay. The next day I go to go gym. I see her. I happen to see another hand balancer. And here's the awesome part. My buddy who was wanting to learn some hand balancing techniques. I was teaching him like a little frog pose, which is not a crane pose. I was teaching him a frog pose. Lindsay, I met her. She happens to come over here. And then show us a little trick and technique. Open up your chest. Open up your chest. I'm like, okay. And then, boom, fast forward, fast forward. And then two months later, I get the crane pose. So over the whole three months, my life, in specific with the intention that I set, happened to give me the right people, the right techniques, the right moves to build the necessary strength to get the crane pose. I'm like, what? Is this real? So this is where it gets very interesting for me. Do you think (laughs) it was, because I don't think you do, you don't think it was a coincidence. You think that you had the proper mindset and everything aligned correctly for you to be able to accomplish your goal that you set for yourself, correct? Correct. And so I want to dig a little bit deeper here. So you... You and Lynn, you guys believe in this uh, universal, like, higher power, right? Yeah. Can you explain uh, a, little, a little bit about that? Because I'm uh, I believe in something like that as well. Uh, have you heard, like, I'm mm-hmm. sure you have, like, Kabbalah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So are, I, are, I, are, you, are you talking about, are, are, are you saying the, are you saying Kabbalah or the, or the, or the Kabbalion? I don't, I, I don't know that much about it. I know Kabbalah uh, very okay. little bit. I just started books. So I, I kind of want to dig deep a little bit. Not, I, mean, I want to dig a little bit into like this, <laughs> your mindset, like how you don't believe this is a coincidence because everything does happen for a reason with the proper mindset, the world's mm-hmm. aligned. And I, I do believe that too, but I do not have an understanding like you do. And I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that most of our listeners do not either. So I definitely want to mm-hmm. figure this part out of your mindset of this you achieving all this, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so Tom, to so to be 100% frank and, and 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 honest, like what I'm talking about right now, I didn't believe myself eight months ago. Yeah, didn't believe, Mm-mm, you know. And so, in order for me to set up um, this belief, was Lynn had me kind of play with the, you know, just kind of play with it just a, like a little bit, you know. So he would. He would, he would, he would have me to set just small intentions, like really, really baby ones. Like, um, you know, I would, you know, I would like for one of my coworkers to join me for yoga. Very, very, very minor intention, very minor goal. And I said, I said, I, I, I set this, I set this intention, just how I explained. And not three days later, I'm, I'm, I'm walking outside. I didn't ask no one to come with me. And everyone knows I do yoga. Everyone knows I do yoga outside on the balcony on my whenever whenever I don't have any surgeries to do. I go outside and I, I go do yoga. All of a sudden, this guy comes. He says, "Brian, where are you going? I'm going to do some yoga." He's like, "Can I can I join you?" And it, this this person never wants to, never wants to do it with me. All of a sudden, boom, he he wants to come. I'm like, oh my gosh. So baby, so it's like little little small baby things like that, um, that kind of help build up the belief that this is that it's real. Yes. Well, can we elaborate on the belief a little bit? 
Okay. Um, Unless you don't want to. I just, no, no, I no, personally no. am very <laughs> interested in it. It might be a little selfish on my yeah. part, uh, but yeah, I'm yeah. super interested in this, you know, and I, uh, okay. I definitely see Alpha Omnia kind of incorporating some yeah. of these techniques. It's just that I don't know enough about it yet, you know? And you know what? And, and like, here's the interesting thing, Tom, is that um, I don't think I don't think a lot of people know. Like, like, like we a lot of people like really don't know how it works. Like, we don't like we don't like we don't know a lot about a lot of things. It's just we kind of understand these certain principles and these natural laws that take place in the world. And for me, if you under and, and for me, if you live by these laws, life can become ease, a life of ease. I say that so many times, living a life of ease, a life of least effort. Now, Tom, this goes against what a lot of people talk about. I mean, and I get it. They talk about grinding, grinding, grinding. But for me, I'm a huge believer in language. Language is very important, right? And if you continue to grind, you're going to go into a meat cleaver and you're going to grind yourself up into tiny little pieces until there's just a mush left. Okay. So for me, I'm, I, I am a teacher and believer of following the path of least resistance. Yeah. And for our okay. listeners out there, they're listening. There's uh Brian did an awesome video on YouTube. Go check it out. Path of least resistance. Uh, I hope we break it down a little bit over here, but yeah, I, uh, I was going to ask you about this too. So yeah, please proceed. <laughs> Okay. All right. So here's like, here's, here's, here's one thing that I'm learning based off of, off of my own experiences is that whenever you meet resistance, um, it tends to cause suffering. It causes like, it causes pain, you know, whenever you, and like, here's one thing I love about body weight movement is that you really can't force like you can't force your body into a certain position. It's like you have to allow yourself to 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 move with ease and grace. Yeah. Right? Now, the total opposite goes into um another form of of exercise whenever you're grunting, right? Those I mean, and don't get me wrong, I still lift weights. I still I still I still do the weightlifting, but it's very minimal. And now when I do it, I do it with ease and with grace. It took, it took, it took 10 years for me to, to, to get there. And, you know, I try to help people get there in their first year of exercise. But, um, but following the path of, of least resistance, but before I talk about that, I want to talk about a couple of principles real quick. Yes, please So do. we can understand. Um, yeah. So Are these the laws certain, that you um, mentioned earlier? Yes. Yep. Awesome. Yes. Laws. Laws, principles. So. Um, you know, you have, so you have the law of vibration, right? Vibration. Everything is vibrating. Everything like trees, this, this, this pole I see, you know, me, this car, everything is moving at a frequency. And like, here's how I correlated with that for in my own life. So one day I'm doing, a, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a, like a, like a handstand. And all of a sudden I decide to close my eyes. So if you, if you notice it, whenever you move or any, t- any type of balancing act and you close your eyes, all of a sudden you start shaking. You, you just start shaking. And I was like, why am I shaking? Like, what, like, what am I doing? And I'm like, oh, okay, the law, of, the, the law of vibration. I get it now. I get it. So in order for my body to figure out where it's at in space, it must vibrate at a certain frequency to match the objects around me to know where I'm at. So a little bit right? of like turbulence to get, to get <laughs> yes. into, into, into the space that you need to get into. Exactly. Exactly. And, 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 you know, that might be a little bit out there for, for some of your listeners, but just take a step back and really, and, and just really just think and just know that everything around you is vibrating at its own frequency and your body can be attuned to certain frequencies and if you understand the law of vibration right then you your then 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 you yourself can kind of be in tune with nature okay so that's 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 one law the law of vibration now then now you have the law of rhythm okay the law of rhythm the law of rhythm means 
Everything has his high tide. Everything has its low tide. Okay? So what that means in your everyday life is there is a time for everything. There is a time for you to be on top. There's a time for you to be on bottom. There is a time for you to, uh, to struggle. And then there's a time for you to be in prosperity. There, there's a time for you to laugh. And there's a time for you to cry. Okay? Now, if you understand this law and live this law, then you won't allow these things to affect you. You understand, okay, there's a time for this. There's a time for that. Does that make sense, Tom? Yes. Uh, it's ups and downs, and there's a time ups for everything. And, and, you know, there's the good time times aren't as good without the bad times, and it's all about the journey, and you need both to for life. Otherwise, uh, exactly. there aren't as many joys. Exactly. You don't get the experiences in life that that we find so close and needing, you know, and important to us. No, I, uh, exactly. That's awesome. I mean, that's it. I mean, I I love it, man. I love it. (laughs) So now we have the law of polarity, Uh right? You can't have hot without cold. You can't have up without down. Right. You, You know, like, so understanding the law of polarity will help you in, making certain decisions. So, so I, I like, I like, I like, I like to say this, you know, I'm going to use fitness for an example so people can, can relate. So let's say for me, if you want to get into this fitness game and this movement game, you have to understand that there is a polar opposite to, to being healthy and fit and all this. It's, you're going to have some discomfort. <laughs> like you're going to have some discomfort to be able to look your best. Yeah, okay. without without this without discomfort, without the struggle, you can't get to where you're trying to go. Is, is yes, that right in a sense. It's it's so in so it's like this. So for so for so for me, over the years, I've had multiple hiccups or injuries in my in my in my fitness world. It was either my wrist, either my shoulder, my chest, or whatever. It's and but I didn't really understand it back then. You know, I was saying, like, why me? Like, I would, I, I would have this, why am I getting injured? Why is this happening to me? Not understanding the law of polarity. Not understanding that if I push my body to this certain limit, I'm going to have to pay the price. Right? I'm, I'm going to have to pay the price. Okay. So it's, I want to, it, it, Sorry, it's more like understanding your limits. Yes. It, uh, see, now that's a, But don't we want to push our I mean, limits? I mean, I mean, now, now, now you can see, see now, this is where I say language is very important. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's like, cause, cause I was about to give a, another example. It's like, okay, if you want to become famous, you give up your privacy, right? If you want to have a lot of money, right. Then you have to worry about beggars. And so, and so, so what I'm, so what I'm talking about here is there's give and take and everything. There's give and take in everything. So this, so, so when I talk about the law of polarity is understanding that having this woe is me attitude is out the window. Yeah. It's literally out the window. Because if you really understand and live the law, then you sit right in the middle. You, it's, it's, it's all about finding that middle ground. And at the end, at the, at the, at the end of the podcast, I want to I I tell you this nursery rhyme that I live by. Okay, once we once we make it to the end, so remind me. Okay, to tell you the yeah. nursery rhyme. Okay, I, w- I won't forget. Um, <laughs> um, and you know what? I'm going to give you. Uh, I'm going to give you one more law, and it's um, the law of mentalism. The law of mentalism. Now, this one um, it shouldn't be too tough to grasp. Um, is that the outer world that you see is a reflection of the inner world that you have on the inside? Okay. Um, and how you feel on the inside reflects your experiences on the outside. So I'm going to give you a prime example. Okay. I'm going to give you a very elementary example. So let's say you go and you buy this yellow car. Everyone has heard this. You go and buy this yellow car, right? Oh, you feel good about this yellow car. Oh my God, this nice little yellow car. I'm unique. (laughs) Then all of a sudden you, you, look out in the in the outer world all of a sudden you see what the hell like 
everyone, I see all these yellow cars everywhere now. What happened? Right? So what, so what I'm trying to say is that, is that how you feel and what you see on the, on the inside, that's what you're going to see on the outside. Okay? And if you need a little bit more dramatic example for it to click, I can, I can give you one. I think, I think I got it. Like I'm trying to start this business now. So when I look at people's ads on Facebook or Instagram, or if they're selling clothing, cause I want to eventually start selling clothing as well, or just how they proceed with their actions. I notice mm-hmm. how they do it. And I get, I have a much better understanding of how it's done now. I'm like, Oh, for them to be able to do this, they did this, this, and this, you know, they went through mm-hmm. these kinds of lines. This is like their avenue that they took looked like this. You know, I understand mm-hmm. it much better mm-hmm. than I think from my understanding, it's also like everyone views the world differently. Like you said, if we oh, walk, if we walk into the same room, your view of that room will be different than my view of this room. You'll notice some mm-hmm. things uh, that I probably wouldn't notice or don't notice at first. And I notice some things at first that you probably don't notice. Like if we walk into a kitchen I might be looking at the appliances. You might be looking at the food in, on the table, you know, or if there's any fruits yeah. out and about, you know, yeah. someone else might look at, you know, the cabinets or the countertops. It's kind of what catches your eye first. Right. And, but that's also like what you're probably most interested in and thinking about more. And then that kind of shapes your vision. Exactly. You know, like I would never know what it's like to look at the world through Tom's eyes ever. No. Yeah. And I, uh, ever. no, no one, no one would. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. No one. So, you know, that's so that's what I mean by the law of mentalism. The world is literally inside of you. I would never know what it's like. And you would never know what it's like to see the world through my eyes. It's it's, you know, so like so we create so like we are co-creators of our world. I like I like to say that you're living in your own world. Literally, it's like a big movie production. You're the and you're the director. You're you are the director. There's different actors out here, right? Like there's someone I see out here, there's someone I see out here, but you are the director and you are the scriptwriter. <laughs> you you're a co-creator of your world, man. You're and the producer, the people, editor, everything. Yes, yes, yes. I'm telling you. And if people really come to grips with this, um uh their whole life will change. Their whole life will change. As mine has. Yeah, and as I feel that mine slowly is as I take on, take this on, you know, and then yeah, I'm sure I'm going to be in a different mindset in a year or two and a lot more open. Um, but oh, I think of that's of course I think that's super important to be to grow as a person and improve not just your life but hopefully the lives of the people around you as well. And you know, Tom, on on that point. Um, I, I want to say this is that every single thing in the or in your world is happening for you. Okay, I want people to really understand this. Everything in your world is happening for you. And the way that you, you help others is to be the change. Okay? Be the don't do your best not to talk about the change, but literally be the change. And once I made that shift in my lifetime, this podcast is coming to my life other people has come into my life. It's just, I'm just being, I'm just, I'm just living it. That's it. That's all I'm doing. I just, I just live and I be the best person I can be. You know, I share to those who are open enough to receive it, you know, yes. and, that, and that's it. That's it. So every, everything happens for you, but you have control over that. If you want good things to happen to you, you need to act accordingly. You know, and if you don't act accordingly, bad things will happen, right? In a sense. So again, language is very important yes, here. Yes, yes, yes. You're still so, so, so. Right I'm here, one you of said your students now. I'm one of your students right? now. Right? <laughs> right, right. So, so, so you saw. So you said something very important. You said good things and 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 uh, bad things, right? There is so if everything is happening for you, how can it be bad? That's true, and it's polarity. Right. <laughs> yeah, it all comes together. <laughs> So everything is happening in a sense if you act accordingly, but it doesn't so much mean that it's good or bad in the sense that the words good and bad are used in today's language. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's all about perspective. It's how you choose to see how something is happening 
you you have to have this different perspective. So here's one thing that I learned, Tom, is that every single person on this planet is hiding, right? Like you are hiding from yourself what you need to what you need to work on, right? So you are hiding something from yourself. And in order for you to work on that, you have to view it from a different perspective. You're only viewing it from your from your own view. You have a limited view. This is this is why I find it so important that you have someone to to communicate certain events in your life. When I talk to my coach, Lynn, I talk to him about the, just the simplest things. I talked to him about a conversation I had the other day with this, with this clinician, just a simple conversation. And I learned so much about myself from one conversation, just, just, just from his perspective, just from his perspective. Now I wouldn't have learned what, what I learned just from myself. Now I want you to, to, I want you and your listeners to understand this is that, we are all growing every day, whether we know it or not. We're all evolving. Okay. Now the road, now the evolution process can be smooth, or it can be rocky. Polarities. It can be smooth, or it can be rocky. The way it's smooth is if you find someone to help you, guide you along the way, give you that different perspective. Who is on that path already? Who already kind of understands these laws? Or you can go the other route. Or you can just not share your experiences with anybody and suffer and grow in a very rough way, <laughs> in a very rough way. Yeah. That's, but, e- no, but look, but look, but either way, it's happening. Yeah, either way, it's happening. And that's, uh, I kind of had have that outlook, too, with uh, starting Alpha Omnia. I get so much support from so many people. And, uh, mm-hmm. at first I was thinking, Oh, I'm going to do this by myself. But as I proceed and grow, I'm like, why would I ever want to do something like this by myself? It's not as enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I want to make it with everyone. Mm-hmm. I want everyone to have, you know, their say in it, their help, their reach, you know, their input. Uh, and yeah. honestly, nothing can be accomplished if, or nothing can be accomplished without help. And if, you somehow do accomplish it, it won't be as enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. So hundred percent. I've, uh, I've definitely learned that, that in the last four to six weeks, just getting this thing up and running and going, you know, um, but man, dude, thank you. That's awesome. Um, I do want to ask you, how do you find balance in work, life, relationships, hobbies, time, um, you know, just everything. Um, how do I find balance? Uh, you know, I, um, I, I tend to reconnect with my breath. I'm going to keep it really, really simple. Uh, I, I like to take time and throughout my days, whether it's 10 seconds, five minutes, 10 minutes, where I sit down in silence and I connect with my breathing. And that's, and you know, that's one thing I, I talk about in the, in my four foundational videos, breath, like getting connected with breathing. This is something we all take for granted, <laughs> right? Cause we don't have to work. We don't have to work to breathe. We just breathe. Yeah. But when you consciously breathe, it does something to your, on a cellular level that, that rejuvenates you, that, 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 that taps you into the source, something we haven't talked about in, in this, in this podcast, it, you know, it, it, you can tap into the source of unlimited potential and energy and unlimited intelligence. Okay. Um, and, th- and that's one of the main things on how I maintain, you know, balance in my life. Of course, I talk more about it in my, in my, uh, in my four foundations video for sure. But yeah, what, uh, let's talk about the source. Stop! 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 Let's save that for another for another podcast. All right, but you got to promise me you're going to come back. I promise you, man. I uh, promise you, I will, because that can because that can take some time. All right, awesome. I mean, I'm looking forward to that, and hopefully, we can make it happen in person, maybe. Because oh, for sure, man. Yeah. Uh, Brian, you've been so generous with your time. I really appreciate it. Before we uh, do sign off. I want to hear this nursery rhyme. Unless you have anything else to yeah. add, because you've uh, you've dropped a lot of knowledge and good vibes on uh, this podcast. Awesome. thank you, thank you. Um, so the nursery. No, I don't have any anything else. Um, the nursery rhyme is one that we've all heard, but I'm going to give you a 
of course, my interpretation, um, you know, and how I view it in my world. And you can interpret interpret it however you, you uh, like. But here is the nursery rhyme. I'm going to say it, and I'm going to break it down. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. Okay? So that's the nursery rhyme. Now, my coach told this to me on the first time I talked to him. So here's how I break this down. Row, row, row. The rows, the paddles, for me, are my thoughts and my actions, okay? Those are the paddles, okay? Your boat is your life. It's your life. It's your life. It's your world, okay? Gently. Here's, that's the key term I want you to take away from this. My thoughts and my actions are gentle. My thoughts about myself are gentle. My thoughts about others are gentle. My thoughts about my, about, my, about my intentions and everything is gentle because you have to be careful what you ask for because your words are powerful, okay? That's another podcast, okay? And my actions, everything is gentle. That's the key aspect, okay? Now, the stream. The stream represents for me is the life track that I'm on, the life path that I'm on, okay? Now, merrily, 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 happiness, peace, abundance, prosperity is all now. It's all right now in this moment. Okay? We can talk about that in, in another podcast. Yeah. I'm, and I'm then getting the list going then, for another podcast here. <laughs> right? and, then, and then life is but a dream. The law of mentalism. Okay? We talked about that in this podcast. Okay? you, The inner world. Right? The inner world is a representation of your outer world. If it's chaos on the outside, that means it's chaos on the inside. Let's do some work on the inside. Okay? Because if there's chaos on the outside and there's peace on the inside, then therefore you can take an objective view and then look, okay, I know it's crazy out there, but okay, I know the right course of action. Tap into that source. Boom. I know what to do. Let's go. Right. Thank you, dude. <laughs> you are unbelievable, man. This is uh, great. I'm going to be listening to this podcast m- myself probably for the next month on repeat. Uh, just because uh, this, all this information, man, it's it's so important and it's it's a great way of living life. And it's almost. I don't know, I guess, like you said, it's a discussion for another podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna push um your YouTube videos. What do you want me to link? I want to support you. I want to give you exposure as best as I can. What can I do to help you? I'm gonna yeah. link. I I have, so I have my podcast on my website also. So I'm gonna link yeah. your name to. You want me to link your YouTube page, your Instagram page? Yeah, yeah. So so you can uh, you can link my YouTube page and please people go check out my old videos to see how I used to think years ago and it's so hilarious. Um. My my YouTube page, you can link my Instagram page, and you can also link my free gift, my foundational gift. It's a one dot bt davis dot com forward slash free gift. That's one dot bt b as in Brian t as in Tiger, and then davis dot com forward slash free gift. Awesome, Brian. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great weekend. What are your plans for the weekend? Oh, man. Uh, my plan is to go put my feet in, in a nice river and, um, and just relax and enjoy this beautiful weather in Monterey, California, man. That's, uh, <laughs> we got fall weather here in Chicago, and uh, I love the fall, and it's you know, late summer, early fall, and it's perfect. Um, I, it's too cold to be dipping your feet in a river here, though, but I uh, wish ah, you the best, yeah. man. Enjoy it. Thank you, Tom. It was a pleasure. Brian, thank you so much. I can't thank you enough. I appreciate it. Wishing you the best. All right, man. Of course. Blessings to you. I do my bang like a cold kid. That's the first line of the day. Max Payne. I'm a murder the day. Working like my mama who be working for the race. Yeah, I love your mama. A lot of people rapping. A lot of people talking. Nobody make it up. Take it to Chicago. They gon' pull your Jeep car. I bet you're not the keeping that you say you want. <laughs> Run it on the highway, I need a red carpet on my driveway. I'm a monster, heard it midway. Put your way, I do this shit my way. I need all your energy, I need you to believe. All my body and soul. I need all your energy, I need you to believe. All my body and soul. I need all your energy, I need you to believe.
got the holy water. Feel it through your body, your medulla, I've been got it. Baby, feel the bounce, I got it from my mama. Uh. Feel the bounce, I got it from my mama. Uh. Someone bless me, I got the holy water. Feel it through your body, your medulla, I've been got it. Baby, feel the bounce, I got it from my mama. Uh. Got it from my mama. Uh. Got it from my mama. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Blood so big that they call me Big Pop. Heartbreak kid, yeah, they call me Showstop. Big so big that my bitch got problem. White skinny kid, but they call me Don Don. This all me, I ain't get it from my father. If you thirsty, I got a holy water. Tell the streets, call the priest, take your friends, take your mama. I, I got a holy water. Hey, drink it to the beat, like an info, do it in the sheets. I can do this all week, love it so much, I do it for the free. When my heart feel the beat, it's like a new pair of Jordans just dropped in the streets. Honey on the highway, I need a red carpet on my driveway. I'm a monster, heard it midway. For your way, I do this shit my way. I need all your energy, I need you to believe. Oh, my. I need all your energy, I need you to believe. Oh, my body and soul. I need all your energy, I need you to believe.